You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, let's move to the Chargers. Justin Herbert. Finished second to Patrick Mahomes in passing yards last year, yet only threw 25 touchdowns, which was ninth in the NFL. Um, he threw less touchdowns than Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. And if I had to bet, he'll throw more touchdowns than all those guys, especially Tom Brady. He has a new OC in Kellen Moore coming over. It's going to remain a pass-first offense. I think there will be you know, a bit more emphasis on throwing the ball down the field. He has a new weapon in Quentin Johnston. Um, so, you know, he has a good wide receiver core that can hopefully stay healthy. He still has Austin Eckler coming out the backfield. I think Eckler, I think Eckler you know, will continue to be a focal point in the passing game. And I think Herbert takes a bit of a step forward this year for fantasy. If we're talking about a down year for Herbert last year and he still was second in passing yards, I think those touchdowns come up potentially. And he becomes, you know, he, he definitely has the room to be a top five fantasy quarterback. And by the way, I do have all my rankings up on patreon.com slash upperhandfantasy. The link is also in the description. Uh, that's simple enough to remember. 2023 rankings, dynasty rankings, all positions, you know, flex rankings, super flex, all of it. So go check that out. Um, the 2023 draft kit is also coming out very soon. You can also find that there. Patreon.com slash upperhandfantasy. Um, Austin Eckler is an interesting one for me this year. He's staying in L.A. They just tacked on some bonuses to his contract, so he's happy enough to not be looking to leave anymore. So that's great. But given how the Cowboys used Zeke and Pollard last year at the goal line, you know, given the fact that Austin Eckler only received goal line carries over the last two seasons with Joe Lombardi, what if that changes this year, you know, with Kellen Moore coming over? You know, is there a high chance that changes? I don't think so, given the fact that, you know, Eckler has been really good around the goal line. He's been a touchdown machine, 12 and 13 rushing touchdowns last two seasons with Lombardi but check this out if you compare that to the last four years before that two touchdowns three touchdowns three touchdowns and one touchdown and we're talking on the ground here okay now does Moore want to have a bigger back at the goal line right does Josh Kelly get a crack there I'm just playing devil's advocate here but we should understand any sorts of risks for any player especially going that high right here's another one 4.7 catches per game for Eckler with Keenan Allen on the field compared to 7.4 catches without Keenan Allen on the field last season, right? So that's a huge split there. Are they going to be dumping it down that often if they're going to be throwing the ball down the field more? 
you know, am I still comfortable taking Echo that early? I think so, but I, you know, I might lean towards a high end wide receiver if I'm faced with that decision early in the first, just because like there might be a uh, a wide receiver who has high enough upside but low risk. That might that might be the case for me personally because I am presenting a case here, and I do somewhat believe the risks that are involved. Right, so keep that in mind with Austin Eckler this year. I am highly targeting Keenan Allen based on where he's going. You know, people talk about him as if he gets injured every year. He was out for half the season last year, but the last five seasons before that, 16 games, 16 games, 16 games, 14 games, 16 games. Like, what are we talking about? He's older, but he's still got it. In the eight games after he came back from his hamstring injury last year, he had the most receptions of any wide receiver. He he was number two in targets behind Justin Jefferson. He was fifth in receiving yards. He was sixth in receiving touchdowns. And all that led to him giving you 18.8 PPR fantasy points per game, which was the wide receiver three during that span. Wide receiver six in fantasy points per game for the year. Okay, so I think he still has one more high-level year in him at least. He's being drafted as a wide receiver 23 in the fourth round on underdog, which, you know, this is a platform where wide receivers are normally taken higher than, you know, home league drafts. So which means that he's going to be a serious value in home leagues. Okay. And by the way, if you're not using this time of the offseason to draft on underdog, I would start right now because there are so many values on the board. I just mentioned Keenan Allen, a bunch of other guys I liked, didn't like in today's podcast, but the format on underdog is called best ball and it's awesome because you can enjoy one of the best things that, you know, we love to do, right? One of the best things about fantasy football is drafting. And that's all you have to do. Just draft. There's no in-season management, no waiver wires. You just draft 18 to 20 rounds. You have a starting lineup, but you never have to set it. Your lineup gets set automatically every single week based on who goes off. The guy who would have been on your bench would replace the stud who happened to have a down game in your lineup. So you can draft as many teams as you want. You can play for big money in big tournaments, or you can play in private drafts with your friends. Um, and a lot of you guys know, I already have a bunch of private drafts going on with you guys, slow drafts, fast drafts. Um, if you're keeping up with them in my IG stories. So I, I would check it out. If I were you uh, underdog is also giving away a 100% match on your first deposit. So they will double your first deposit up to $100 as long as you use the code upper hand when signing up, um, you know, and then during the season, right. You can do those pickums that we love, right. Uh, which, which, you know, you could do right now too. Cause if you play, if you watch it, the NBA, if you into the MLB, whatever, they have all sports. So keep that in mind when you're signing up for underdog, so go check that out. Use code upper hand. So yeah, go get go get Keenan Allen. Mike Williams, not really that interested in him. You know, he's being drafted right ahead of Keenan Allen, which makes no sense to me, honestly. Even when Keenan Allen was hurt last year, you know, Mike was still pretty boom bust. Like, I'm good on that. Quentin Johnston, wide receiver 43 in the 12th round. You know, I'm not like the biggest QG, QJ guy, but like he's, he's a good wide receiver. Like this is actually a pretty good price for him. You know, I'm fine with this price right here attached to Herbert. If Mike Williams gets hurt again, you know, the targets, like you talk about who's more injury prone between Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, it's Mike Williams. Okay, so if Mike Williams gets hurt again, the targets can flow through Keenan, Eckler, and QJ, I think, right? And I think good best ball pick, someone who can potentially thrive in this offense if given opportunity. I like the price, you know, more than anything. So I think I'm in on QJ and his price. 
I think the tight end room for the Chargers is like a wait and see for me. You know, Gerald Everett led the group last year, but didn't make a huge fantasy impact. Definitely fantasy relevant, but you know, not enough to make a huge impact. Donald Parham is there as well. We'll see what they end up doing at the position. But if Everett ends up carving out the lead role by a good margin, maybe get 75, 80% route participation, you know, now we're talking and we saw what an average talent like Dalton Schultz was able to do in Kellen Moore's system. Um, and, you know, an, an athletic tight end like Everett is potentially capable of even more. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's move on to the Raiders. Uh, Jimmy G had foot surgery right after he signed his free agent contract with Las Vegas, but it seems as though he'll be fine at some point before the season starts. Uh, He's not really a fantasy option for me, but he could be a solid QB too. Devonta Adams, you know, will he be hyper-targeted by Jimmy? You know, I would hope so. He deserves it. He's that type of dude. I, I don't think there's another receiver on this team that can challenge Devontae for targets. I think he's still in line for like 28 to 30% target share. I'm not overly drafting him in best ball just because, you know, QB changed to an average, you know, quarterback and then the foot injury, you know, doesn't make me love the pick. But, you know, Devontae is still that dude, like I said, and you can't really count him out regardless of his situation. Um, I'm, I'm, pretty out on Jacoby Myers. I think he's a good wide receiver. I think they upgraded their wide receiver too behind Adams, but I don't know if there's enough volume behind Adams for Jimmy G to be able to produce two fantasy relevant wide receivers. He did with the 49ers, no doubt, but that was with Kyle Shanahan, you know, who's a QB whisperer, you know, helping him out, right? Lifting him up a little bit. Uh, Myers is being drafted as a wide receiver 54, and I think he will outperform that, but I don't think there's much upside for Myers, so I won't be chasing that. Josh Jacobs being drafted as the RB9. I have him a little bit higher than that. You can check out my rankings at patreon.com slash upperhandfantasy. I do like him this year. You know, we know that Josh McDaniels is willing to roll with him as a bell cow, so that's great. You know, he was involved in the receiving game as well last year. That's great to see. He had nine top ten finishes last year, which, you know, that's exactly what you want out of your RB1, right? Um, he's a bit of a value right now going at the 2-3 turn on underdog I'm all over him. Uh, Austin Hooper, you know, is the tight end one right now for the Raiders. Michael Mayer obviously just drafted him. He's their tight end two. You know, we'll see if Mayer can take that quick jump over Hooper, but I think Hooper is likely going to hold him off for now, um, at least from becoming, you know, fantasy relevant. I think Hooper's a solid veteran. Um, you know, he might not be fantasy relevant either. I, I'm holding off of Mayer for year one. I do think he'll have a promising career, career but in year one, I'm going to hold off. Uh, since you know he has a veteran to compete with here and the chances that a rookie tight end finishing you know as a, a, a pretty decent tight end isn't that high okay i think that's going to do it for this episode guys uh it, it's a lot shorter where well, i don't have someone to argue with uh but zach will be back next week and really really appreciate you guys listening um again please subscribe or follow the podcast on your podcast app please rate and review the podcast Again, like I again, I always appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm Faraz Siddiqui. We'll be back next week 
with the NFC North and the AFC North breakdowns. See ya. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.